Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. It's March 13th. Let's find out what happened around the Metaverse this week. Some innovations go through birth pangs. Others go through sheer, unadulterated torture. And with the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, that's about what USDC is going through. That's a so-called stable coin that's supposed to be stable because it's linked to the dollar, but not anymore. Investopedia's Kevin George reports USDC lost its peg to the U.S. currency because investors have been yanking their money out after its founder, Circle Internet Financial, said, Oh, gosh golly, we had $3.3 billion invested in Silicon Valley Bank. That can't be good for us. Circle's USDC stablecoin saw customers withdrawing billions in 24 hours and the market cap dropping from $43.5 billion to $37 billion. The coin itself's price fell under 87 cents Saturday morning. Now that by itself is bad, but wait, it gets worse. Silicon Valley Bank would be the largest U.S. bank failure since the 2008 financial crisis. If you don't remember 2008, consider yourself lucky. And this could send shockwaves not just through crypto, but through the entire banking system. Stablecoins have been under intense scrutiny by regulators since the Terry USD stablecoin collapsed to the tune of $40 billion last May. It's as if calling something stable doesn't necessarily make it so. Okay, so government has more of a right than ever to cast a suspicious eye on cryptocurrency, but what exactly should they and are they doing about regulating it? And how is it being approached differently in different countries? Benzinga's Mertutsa Merchant lays it out for us. In the U.S., at best, the approach has been ambivalence and, at worst, open hostility. Some politicians want to support the industry. Others wouldn't be upset if the whole thing just disappeared somehow. What makes them most nervous is this whole concept of decentralization, a key to crypto. It makes it hard for one single entity to have control over it, and newsflash, governments love to be in control of stuff, even stuff they don't understand. Crypto is also borderless, so to regulate it, you'd need the whole world to come together and agree on the rules, and hey, good luck with that. From government's POV, the rise of crypto is a threat to the stability of the whole economy and national security, and nothing less. Hair on fire. And even if you can see your way past that, it can still be used for all sorts of illegal activities even Batman's villains never thought of. But even within one country like the U.S., the different opinions about crypto result in a chaotic approach to regulation at best. Damalola Lawrence tells us Amazon is getting ready to launch its NFT platform April 24th. Mark it on your calendar. You're going to want to have cake. The company will offer 15 collections of NFTs at launch. Now, why is this newsworthy? Well, because it's Amazon. And this is just further evidence that they believe in NFT and Web3 over there. Development on the NFT platform has been in the works for months, and reports are it will focus on blockchain-based gaming. You know, you play, and if you don't blow up, you get rewarded with NFTs. Andy Jassy is Amazon's CEO, and he believes NFTs have growth potential, and he also believes crypto will get more and more integrated into Amazon's retail business over time. Now, is this exciting for Amazon Web Services because they'll probably get to run the platform? 
Nope, because the rumors are Amazon is going to run the platform itself. But first, you have to get all those Amazon customers used to the idea of NFTs and fully educated on them. That's why in December of 2022, the company released the documentary NFT Me. So now that there won't be any more seasons of The Expanse, you can go watch that. Blockchain is a big deal and at the heart of the whole decentralized movement. Markets and Markets says it's expected to be worth $67.4 billion by 2026. But Chad Maleb wonders what many of us do, what will it look like by then? Let's take you to blockchain school. There are three kinds. Public blockchains like Bitcoin and Ethereum belong to a class of blockchains that has no central authority and needs the cooperation of independent nodes for consensus. Private and consortium blockchains like Ripple and Hyperledger belong to a class with one or more central authorities dictating node accessibility and functionality within a blockchain network. That's good for industries where the network's function is better because of restricted information. Hybrid blockchains are in the middle and could be the next evolution of blockchains. Still with me? A layer one blockchain that can fulfill scalability, security, and decentralization functions without a layer two needed to speed things up might also be the next big blockchain thing coming as could be on-chain analytics, which can involve calculations and observations for more educated speculation and investing and trading. In the end, it is the public blockchains that bring about the new ecosystem of products independent of central authorities that we think about when we think about blockchain. Sandy Carter, SVP and Channel Chief of Unstoppable Domains, recently wrote about some of the predictions for Web3 and the Metaverse found recently. They include, one, Web3 digital identities will become as ubiquitous as email will board Web3 with easy names instead of wallets. Two, metaverse spend grows over traditional ad spend as companies start seeing the power of the metaverse. Three, safety and security become focal points. Four, by the end of the year, people will be regularly talking about Web3 without even using that particular term. 5. AI and Web3's capabilities will be combined for AI smarts plus Web3's security and decentralization. 6. Actual usefulness is going to have to overtake the hype. 7. Web3 rewards will drive niche-based communities with tighter bonds. 8. Avatars will become more lifelike and usable for better customer experiences. And 9. Metaverse social norms will change and form into widely accepted rules for proper conduct just like happened with the internet. Yeah, right. If you love getting cussed out in a British accent while you're trying to get salmon to come out just right, you'll be glad to hear that celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay of Hell's Kitchen fame is coming to the sandbox. He's being turned into a collection of NFT avatars you'll be able to mint later this month. 2,333 Ramsay avatars you can use to roam and play games in the platform. There's even talk of a Hell's Kitchen metaverse experience being created, which might make you cry and question your worth. The Sandbox has done this before. Its Snoop Dogg NFT avatar collection has generated almost $12 million in trading volume. It's tough out there in Web3 gaming and metaverse platform world, though, trying to get a bunch of users and go mainstream. But the ones who have been coming closest have been cozying up to major brands and celebrities. 
Sandbox now has 201,000 monthly active users, and COO Sebastian Bourget told the block he thinks the brand recognition they've gotten so far will help them attract more independent creators to build on the platform. That's all we've got for you this week. Subscribe to the show, and then you'll know when there's a new episode while you're busy conquering the world. And we'll be back next week. We'll be right back.